Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, first of all, I ask that supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgivings be offered for everyone, for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life in all devotion and dignity. This is good and pleasing to God, our Savior, who wills everyone to be saved and to come to knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, there is also one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus who gave himself as ransom for all. This was the testimony at the proper time. For this I was appointed preacher and apostle. I am speaking the truth. I am not lying, teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. It is my wish then that in every place the men should pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or argument. The word of the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, for he has heard my prayer. Hear the sound of my pleading when I cry to you, lifting up my hands toward your holy shrine. The Lord is my strength and my shield, in him my heart trusts, and I find help, and my heart exults, and with my song I give him thanks. The Lord is the strength of his people, the saving refuge of his anointed. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Feed them and carry them forever. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When Jesus had finished all his words to the people, he entered Capernaum. A centurion there had a slave who was ill and about to die, and he was valuable to him. When he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and save the life of his slave. They approached Jesus and strongly urged him to come, saying, He deserves to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation, and he built the synagogue for us. And Jesus went with them. But when he was only a short distance from the house, the centurion sent friends to tell him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you enter under my roof. Therefore, I did not consider myself worthy to come to you, but say the word and let my servant be healed. For I too am a person subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come here, and he comes. And to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning, said to the crowd following him, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. When the messengers returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. That is what the priest and congregation recited together before receiving Holy Communion from 1970 to 2011. It was not the correct translation from the Latin, which had been recited for several several centuries. What was recited was this, Domine non sum dignus ut intra subtectum meum, that translates as, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. And that is what we recite now, and that is what the centurion said in today's passage from Luke. 
It's good to say what the centurion said because it helps place us in the gospel environment right there in Capernaum, face to face with Christ. A centurion is a powerful man who commands 100 other men. The interesting thing about this particular centurion was not so much his power, but his humility. Not only did he care in a fatherly way for his sick slave, he was also generous to the Jews as he provided the funding for their synagogue. His benevolence becomes even more interesting when we consider the legalistic racism that surrounded him. The Jews of this time regarded any Jew who entered a Gentile's house as becoming impure. If Christ had entered the pagan's home, then according to the Jewish law, he would have defiled himself and would have been excommunicated until he was legally purified. A commentator noted, this centurion has the deference not to place Jesus in an embarrassing position in the eyes of his fellow Israelites. He shows us that he is convinced that Jesus has power over disease and illness. He suggests that if Jesus just says the word, he will do what is needed without having actually to visit the house. He is reasoning in a simple, logical way on the basis of his own professional experience. And Christ, of course, uses the opportunity to show that the gospel is addressed to the world at large. All men from every nation are called to follow Christ. All men are then called to be humble like Christ, who humbled himself, who emptied himself by becoming a man in order to die for our sins. Humility is then the beginning of wisdom. Humility is the route to faith. Speaking of his own conversion, St. Augustine wrote that because he was not humble, he could not understand how Jesus, who was such a humble person, could be God. He could not understand how God could teach anyone by lowering himself to the point of taking on our human condition. But this was why the Word, why wisdom himself became man, he, to, to demolish our pride to encourage our love, to subdue all things and thereby be able to raise us up. Here in a few minutes, we will be face to face with Christ. And like the pagan centurion, we're not worthy. We're not worthy to ask Jesus to humble himself, to defile himself and enter under our sinner's roof. Yet, that is exactly what Christ does. If we all really knew exactly what was taking place at Mass, we'd probably all die of joy. <laughs> <laughs>